The Aldis Podcast is brought to you by Aldis International, supplying your expert AI and digital transformation staffing needs across the US and Europe. Today, you are listening to our ServiceNow series, where we interview the best and brightest of the industry to share their story, advice, and views on the exciting world of ServiceNow and digital transformation. Hi everybody, it's Mark Kelly, Chief Customer Officer at Aldis International and co-founder. And I'm very, very happy to welcome you to the Aldis podcast as part of our ServiceNow series. I'm very, very happy to welcome Anne Granet. Anne is a pre-sales manager for ServiceNow at Devo Team. And she's also employee workflow champion at Devo Team as well. And thank you very much for joining us. I believe you're in Paris, France today. Yeah, definitely. Hi, Mark. Thank you so much for having me today. So and tell us a little bit about your background and journey to now. So my journey to service now really started in 2024. At this time, in fact, I was, I was a client of, of service now. I worked in a media company as a project director. I already had conducted projects for CRM, for ERP, for supply chain. And I had the opportunity to, uh, to lead the implementation for, of service now for ITSM. And I must say it was love at, at first time with, with the platform. At the time, it was an IT project, but it gave me the, the opportunity really to see the full potential of, of the platform for not only for IT process, but also for any, any business who would support the employee. So I, I found a way, I worked with the, with the partner at the time, and I found a way to push the boundaries of the project and we start to, to build process for onboarding. And we added facility CMEs, HR CMEs to, to the project team. So it was really fun, I must say. And it was really challenging to see how far we could push the platform. I'm not an engineer. So for me, uh, the, I see the, sorry, I see the organization really through the processes and their efficiency. And for me, the platform was just uh, heaven. It was the way to, to push the transformation of the business, to push the transformation of the organization in terms of process automation and efficiency. After the project, for me, uh, I saw an opportunity to, to change my career and to, uh, to keep working on service no platform. And it was a, a good idea because at this time, it was about 2016, I think. Devo team was looking for people with this kind of mindset, not IT people, but people who were coming from business in order to grow and expand their capabilities with, with ServiceNow. I joined the, I joined the team and the ServiceNow business unit in Devo team. And I was suddenly in charge of developing a Devo team offerings and go to market for all process on ServiceNow beyond the IT process. And at this time in 2016, it was the early days of uh, the HRSD module. And it was, it was really for me uh, very exciting because uh, it gave me the, the opportunity to, uh, to go to San Diego, to talk with the product owner uh, at ServiceNow of uh, HRSD, to build relationship, bring new vision to the market. And uh, it's been six years. And I must say, there's never a dull moment. And now, six years after, we are leaders in HISD deployment on EME. And I'm not only a princess manager, but I am also, as you mentioned, the employee workflow champion for, for Devo Team and ServiceNow. 
and thank you for that over that comprehensive overview. And that was a very fruitful transition over. So you, you bet well, kind of like a sliding doors moment in terms of what you did and not having an engineering background didn't hold you back because you could see the benefits of the workflow and the process has been improved and how that can actually help the customer. So you mentioned your role in Devo team from the pre-sales manager perspective, but you're also from the employee workflow champion. For people who are listening in who, who may not know much about that, can you explain to us in terms of what's the focus on implementation of projects and digitization of HR services? Can we kind of go into a little bit more detail on that? Yes, of course. So what does it mean to, to be an employee champion and to work on press at Devo Team? It means several things. First, we are at Devo Team, we are 8,000 consultants and dedicated to ServiceNow. We have seven, more than 700 consultants now deployed in 18 countries across EME. So the first thing that we did is to build core team uh, for employee workflow. So employee workflow uh, with ServiceNow, it covers uh, HISD module, it covers also the employee center and employee center pro modules. It covers uh, also now um, workplace service delivery, uh, legal service delivery, and of course, everything related to lifecycle events for uh, process across the organization like onboarding um, and offboarding. So the idea was to build a core team focused on this module and this approach, which is not IT-oriented, but is really a transformation, business transformation, HR organization-oriented, with people from uh, not only engineers and specialists, technical specialists of the solution, but also people who were able to talk with each of the business. And when you need to talk to HR, you, you must know the, the words, the vocabulary of HR, the challenges that HR has. Same goes with facility, work, with workplace service delivery and so on. So we had people from technical profile, business profile, process profile, management of change profile, as well as a UX designer. And with this core team, we build materials, we build enablement, and we support, again, across all EMEA, we present Oh, marketing team, we support marketing activities, pre-sales, sales activity, as well as delivery activities. So now Devo team is able to deploy employee experience and employee workflow project in the same way in all over, all over Europe. So we, now we have more than 50 consultants who are certified on this module and who can build on this project. So why did we focus on, on the employee workflow? And how did it really accelerate it for us? I must say that um, in the last two years, and especially with the pandemic, we saw a lot of change and a lot of interest in, in service now and in digitization of HR process and automation of HR process, as well as the uh, shift uh, toward a more employee-centric approach uh, in order to support the collaborators inside the organization. Why did we saw that and why do we keep seeing that? It's because, of course, it, I don't know if you heard about the big quit, but... Yeah, it's, we, a big, it's a big challenge. Exactly, exactly. With the pandemic, now workers are rethinking their careers, their work conditions, their long-term goals, and we saw a large wave of resignation in US and across the world. 
In Europe, it's a bit different. I'd rather talk about a big shortage because the difficulty to recruit skilled people were very important long before, uh, before the COVID, uh, especially in France. So we see this mismatch between the labor market, which is very strained in the profession, in profession where in the front line, but also in the management, uh, in IT, in bank, of course, for different reasons. So we see this very stretched market, but we see also millions on infield job. And because it's because we have this mismatch between people who are available and companies who are looking for specific skills. And because of that, uh, we saw the interest of the HR and the organization altogether uh, to attract talent and not only to attract talent, but also up to retain talent, more importantly, and to reskill re them uh, in order to be able to, uh, to, fill that, uh, to fill that gap. And now we see that service now with the uh, HR having more and more maturity and insight about the service no capabilities. They understand what the platform can provide to them. And I would say that in 2021 and 2022, we saw during our discussion with clients through the project that we delivered, we saw how this level of maturity evolved with our clients. First, yeah. they were a bit scared about uh, sharing a platform uh, with other business because HR is very, uh, they want to keep their tool. They have a dedicated IT organization with HRIS, so they are very, they want to keep control and to keep the governance on their tools, but they saw the benefits of the platform. First, by uh, uh, automating their process. If you want to onboard people during the pandemic, uh, you need uh, to have a digitized process. So it was really yeah, an experiment. It, it, it's also important to note, Anne, that the research shows that if people are not on, onboarded effectively, because everybody remembers their first day at work, there is a very high correlation of churn within three to six months. So for one person, they might have their laptop, their logins, they're ready to go to their first team's meeting with their manager and their colleagues, where other people can be doing documentation and reading reports and not ready to go until maybe 48 hours or 72 hours later. And this is a really negative experience that has a dramatic impact for the rest of their career. So getting this right for people listening in is just so important. Exactly. Exactly. And it's one of the benefits of having a platform approach of this process, because it's as I often say, it's not for the employee to, to bear the burden of uh, the complexity of the organization and its tools. It's not for the employee, especially a newcomers or even before they come, uh, to have to understand that they should send an email to this address for this material, an email for this address to get this, their access to, to their application or to, uh, to go to this link for a survey. It's too complicated. It's not a good experience. And as you mentioned, you don't want to start with that kind of experience. Uh, and it's not only about designing a good process, it's also to be able to design a great experience and a great journey for the, for the newcomers or once and once is inside the organization for every important moment in its in his career. That's what ServiceNow brings. And that's what we also um, 
embraced by using not only technical consultant and a technical approach of the process, but also to have the employee experience and to design employee experience and employee journey when we work on this kind of project. And this is really what the clients are expecting because, again, of this employee-centric and the need for the employee-centric approach. And I think it's the only way you can go because this is the trend. This is the current situation. There's a skills gap. We want to empower our people that work for us. So let's up-train them or retrain them. Let's provide them with new skills that they need to want to learn, but also they feel like they're growing. The process has become more improved because they're automated, allowing people at HR to do better processes. And it means there's a consistent, consistent and transparent way to do things rather than, oh, if you know this person, that person can set it up for you. But for a new person who's joining the pandemic, they did not know where to start. And it can be quite a lonely experience not being able to walk up to your colleague and touch them on the shoulder and say, sorry, could you help me through this? I need to post an advertisement or I need to find out about my pension contributions. Exactly. And you have to, be, to also to keep in mind that there is a simple rule of uh, the symmetry of attention. Huh? If you have happy employees, uh, you will have happy customer and you, your business will grow. So it's quite pragmatic approach as well. Huh? And if you need to have committed and engaged employees, so you need to take care of them and to support them to make their work easier and to make keep them focused on delivering for the organization. You also need Based on that, you will be able to get a positive and effective communication. And it's really about the servant leadership for manager. And it's part of the main objectives and the main challenge for the HR in 2023 and to be able to help the manager and help them to deliver this servant leadership. And based on that, uh, customer will be well served and you will have a satisfied customer and higher profits uh, and organization growth. It's really basic approach. Huh? You think it, when you think about the benefit to that employee-centric approach, you kind of talked about committed, engaged employees, effective communication, servant listenership, and satisfied customers, and ultimately higher profits and organizational growth. Is there any direction that you'd like ServiceNow to go in adding additional services that it may not have added at the moment, or and maybe any other areas that it could be going into that really excites you? Yeah. In fact, I'm super excited. I don't know if you noticed, but in, in June 2022, so last June, ServiceNow acquired Hitchworks. I don't know if you know about Hitchworks, but their baseline is that they, they bring the skills intelligence and talent mobility on the platform. Really, for me, bring ServiceNow to, to the next level in terms of business intelligence and transformation. It's, I think it was Gretchen Alarcon, which is, she's the vice president of HR service delivery at ServiceNow. What she said is that if skills are the new currency for business, then insight into this skill is critical to driving talent retention and adapting to evolving needs. So with this acquisition of each works, ServiceNow will be able to, to do that matching between development, business growth, uh, organizational process, workflow in ServiceNow, and the skills and competency needed to make it work all together. So with that, with, I think that with, with each capabilities integrated in ServiceNow, uh, 
tomorrow, organizations will be able to streamline the skills intelligence on their platform and uh, help uh, business leaders to, uh, to match employees with uh, meaningful work. And that's really a strategy for me. And, and that is really exciting because people want to go to work each day to add value. Like we talk about the long resignation and things like this. However, the reality is they want to do their best work. They want to feel empowered. It's usually because the environment doesn't allow them to do this or they're not really set up for success or a per match that they don't get the opportunity to do this. So having that proactive approach where they're matching, like this is something that's particularly exciting as well. I could see why you'd want to do that. Exactly. We have a glimpse of it thanks to process optimization with process mining and the link with workforce optimization. But with each acquisition, I think they are going to need to accelerate on that. And it shows really our service now keeps building on its workflow, uh, the automation capability, the artificial intelligence capability, and the people skills uh, capabilities. And uh, we are going to see a huge performance enhancement uh, for the organization thanks to that, uh, I think. So, and that was our question that was posed for a previous guest. What question would you like to ask for our next guest? My question will be for your next guest. Which surface no capability is the most disruptive for you and, and why? It's a tricky one. <laughs> that is a tricky one because it's going to be very, it's going to be very personal. Exactly. To, to you. I have my own thoughts on that, but we'll leave that to our guests. Thank you very much for your time today. You've been listening to the All This Podcast, part of our ServiceNow series, and I've had the pleasure of chatting with Anne Greness. Anne is pre-sales manager of ServiceNow for Devo Team and also employee workflow champion. And Anne's been telling us a little bit about her transition into her role, some of the work that she does within the HR onboarding and workflows and adding value within the organization. We talked a little bit about the opportunity to empowering employees to do their very best work and have against the big quiz as well. And thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for your time as well. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Aldis Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any Android podcast of choice. You can also head over to our website, www.aldis.com to listen to more podcasts, view our open roles, and stay up to date with industry news. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more great episodes coming very soon.